0: off and the clock has started.
1: episode 242 of the that takes a life podcast zach anderson is not here unfortunately he couldn't make it the man was busy so you got your boy justin time carter here and with me on this titacular episode i have (laughs) shannon superstition Moore.
0: yo what's up uh yeah, we'll get to that in a little bit after we get to the news cuz I think that's a a worthy a worthy topic of discussion. But yeah, it's a uh, NBA playoffs are going on and uh I find myself getting sucked into it and it's uh it's quite interesting. Uh but yeah, there's there's some superstition around it. Like I I don't I don't know if anybody I, you know what? Let's just get into it. <laughs> I don't know if anybody is super uh is superstitious the way that um most sports people are. Like I mean They'll wear their lucky jerseys, they get their lucky foods, they sit in their lucky spots. Um mine's a little bit more generic, right? Like um I feel that anytime I watch a team that I particularly care for, that I'm they're just cursed to lose if I'm watching them. Like <laughs> that's just the luck that I have, right? So like the Warriors, they're in the um they're in the semifinal round right now, playing against the Lakers. It's a good series. Uh Lakers are up two to one right now every time i've watched they've lost uh so two games i've watched they've lost the one game i didn't watch they won so you know if people want to start paying me to watch or not watch the games i'll take the highest bidder but um but yeah it uh it got me thinking this week like um you know it's funny because i'll sit in the room you know i'll start watching the game if they start sliding i'm like i'm out i'm done but uh i wanted to know like how that transfers over to games for you like are you superstitious with like games like is there a is there something that you normally do in a video game that you feel if you don't do you either curse your your curse your run or you curse your experience in that game in that round
1: so i know with 2d platformers and stuff i always like because it's most 2d platformers you go from right to left or from left you start on the left side of the screen, and you go to the right side of the screen. I mm-hmm. always check the left side of the screen. Like, sometimes <laughs> you just walk into it, and you just stop. Sometimes there's, like, a little thing or whatever. But I always walk left because I know in... I think it was Limbo was the first game that I played where you, like, walked left, and you, there was just a little thing that you got an achievement for doing that because like I guess some people wouldn't think to check because the obvious path is to the right and so Mm -hmm. but it's just like I always and then ever since then I always check left and I'm like all right let's see (laughs) like most of the time there's nothing but I always got to be checking it and then Mm. um I don't know in (laughs) in Gears of War um i would always for when you reload and you get it right on the line or whatever you get the little blinky ammo where it's better Mm -hmm. always Mm -hmm. have to have that if i fuck it up (laughs) and i miss i will shoot one bullet to retry again and get it perfect (laughs) each time
0: that's awesome yeah i think uh like if i have the option to choose between left or right like if I'm going down a corridor or something and I have to choose left or right, I'm always going to go left first. Like if I go right, bad things always happen first. Right. So like, I'm just, I'm never going right. I'm always going left. (laughs) So yeah, I think, um, it's just, it's just funny how you have those little, those little nuances, right? Like, especially in like a multiplayer game. Like if I'm playing Fortnite, like I'm honking the horn on that bus like three times before I jump off. (laughs) You know oh every time doesn't and if it's four times, fuck it that I'm I, this is gonna be a shit run. it's gonna suck. I'm gonna do the best I can, but like I did not get my i i i fat fingered it too much, I got four honks. it's not gonna be good you got greedy <laughs> I did I got a little greedy, but yeah it's um i wish I wish Zach was here because like I think out of the three of us, I think he would be like the most superstitious because he's like you know he's he's deep into like the sports balls uh so. Maybe if he listens to the show, he can contribute next week. Yeah, like he's
1: hardcore about it where he has to put one Duracell and one Energizer in his controller. (laughs)
0: Otherwise, he can't. He won't use it. Yeah. Yeah. He's got to charge it like upside down and backwards. Otherwise, like if he picks it up, it just doesn't feel right. (laughs) just gotta put the controller back down again
1: it's like every super smash brothers melee player where it's like they sit there and they have to check all the buttons like five or six times (laughs) to make sure Uh that the a button's not sticky or
0: something like that yeah or like those people who do like the street fighter tournaments like that they have when they have their own setup in front of them they have to like slap every button like six times you know just to make sure like everything's good like you know hit the joystick back and forth a couple times (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) debug mode with the numbers in the corner pinging like how quick they can sit there and smash
0: the button. (laughs) Oh man, I can't wait to hear what everybody else's little superstitions are around games. Like, you know, like if uh, if Jordan's got to like chug like a Mountain Dew before like you know getting that platinum trophy. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, dude, speaking speaking of Jordan, man, he was getting so
1: fucking salty in the Discord earlier about (laughs) Jedi survivors. And about quote unquote getting good because he had to drop Ooh. it. To, he had to drop it to story mode because he said that the combat or whatever isn't something uh, that he normally like plays or has to deal with and stuff. And I was giving him shit because he's like, "Well, I don't have time to get good because I have a two year old that's running through my house." And and I'm like, "Dude, Demon Souls came out in 2009. Like, you've had years to get good." <laughs> And he's like, I played it, and I broke my controllers. And you know what? Shout out to you, Jordan. I love you. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay that you're not good at Souls-like games. You're good at everything else.
0: I know. Like I mean, he, I mean, he's he is our platinum trophy guru. Like I mean, if you if you look at anybody in our chat or or in our groups who have platinum trophies, I mean, like he is far. He is leagues above everybody else. So, you know, I, I understand it could be frustrating to not feel that you're good at a game or to hit that stride where you're like, OK, like I do have to be a parent. So that means like I do have to kind of suck at video games for a little bit. Um, You know, I mean, that it, that's part of life, bro. Like it's um, it's it's a, it's frustrating. I get it. But give it like, you know, give it like three more years. Like once he gets to like five and he like is like. I want to learn to play video games, or I want to. I want to try this. Like then, it's going to start to be pretty fun. You
1: hear that, Jordan? It gets better, is what Shannon's trying to tell you.
0: (laughs) It does. It does get better. Uh, you know, my my son um does uh, like to dabble in the video games. Uh, Granted, it's like uh, you know on the lower end. Um, but um, you know, he's getting there. He's working his way up. So proud of him. Stick with it. Uh, How's your week been, Justin? T- tell me about tell me about Disneyland and and Universal Studios.
1: Yes, so I went to Disneyland and Universal with Megan, Megan's mom, and Megan's brother Killian for my birthday this past weekend. And it,
0: Megan's mom got it going on.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. Uh, we. Uh, you know, I got to ride, uh, I talked about it last week, but I got to ride like Indiana Jones and Haunted Mansion. Got to do that one twice uh, mm-hmm. of some of the rides that I haven't got to ride yet. Uh, Toontown was open, Toontown was pretty cool. Um, got to ride Roger Rabbit and, you know, there was like a lot going on. I didn't really get to walk around Toontown too much, but, you know, it looks more the same and stuff, but it was pretty cool and went to universal and got to go to nintendo land which Mm. dude it's so hard like don't get me (laughs) wrong visually nintendo land Mm -hmm. fucking amazing like it is straight up mushroom kingdom like smile to my face i loved it uh Mm -hmm. the mario kart ride was okay uh, as, someone, as someone who loves Mario Kart, that my, my biggest complaint is it doesn't feel like Mario Kart. Like, the ride itself. Okay. You're, you're in a car with three other people, so it seats four, and you have these little helmet doodles that you have to wear. And then there's this little AR 3D visor thing that magnetically clips, that's attached to the car in everyone's spots, that clips to your helmet to go over your face. Which I did like. I appreciated that mainly because the one downside of it is it's very kind of front-heavy. Like, it feels kind of heavy on your head a little bit. But at the same time, as someone who wears glasses, like, VR headsets fucking suck. Like, you press against your glasses against your face, um, and it's just uncomfortable. This, I felt like, was a solid alternative. Like, I actually... I'm like okay, a little bit of head weight versus having my glasses crammed against my face and getting all smudged and stuff. I will take the little head weight every day of the week. Um, so you're in this car and everyone has their little steering wheels and it's like you're you're not even really steering the car. Like it tells you when to go right and left, but it's kind of on like a fixed course or whatever. And you shoot, you're collecting coins and you have to push the little buttons on the steering wheel and you're like shooting shells at these little 2d uh drivers and stuff on the screen that like aren't there and you're basically just kind of competing with the other cars to see like who can get the the most coins um okay
0: so 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 the car moves the car, the ride moves and you're in the car but you have like an ar headset on and you're shooting things as the car moving yes okay
1: Um, and, you know, there's, like, that going on, and then there's, like, certain parts where it's almost, like, a big screen, like, you're facing the big screen, and, like, stuff's happening, uh, but it's just one of those things where I really wish it was more like the Cars ride at Disneyland, like, I think that's a good, like, you're in the car, at least like that, you're, like, you know, racing at the end, that's kind of what I wanted, the feeling of, it's like, you don't really get the feeling that you're racing, you don't really like you don't get items either like you know you're just shooting shells whatever so it's like you don't get your banana or your like any of your typical mario kart items so it's just kind of one of those things where i feel like it kind of came up short on all fronts like if it was like Mm. oh dude well you know you're you're blue shelling people and you're doing whatever but you're on the fixed track it's like okay you have to give and take but it feels like there was no one solid direction where it was like oh You're not really racing. You're not really competing against the other cars. You're not really hitting them with the items and stuff. So, you know, it was all right. And it's one of those, I wanted to ride it again, but we paid extra to get in an hour early to do Nintendo Land and immediately like got to Nintendo Land, got onto the ride, did whatever. Um, But then after we got off, I was like, oh dude, I would totally do that again. It was already an hour wait uh damn after
0: riding it one time to get back on and how long was the ride itself was it like uh, like a like a minute like two minutes
1: um it was it was a decent length I'd say it was probably like a six maybe like a almost like a six minute five six minute ride um Mm -hmm. that you're like going through which you know you think about doing like I guess like three laps or whatever in like Mario Kart like that's about right Usually it's about, like, you know, a minute and a half to maybe, like, two minutes or whatever, like, per lap. So, that kind Mm -hmm. of makes sense. Gotcha. Um, Okay. But besides that, like, there's nothing else really to do in Nintendo Mm -hmm. land. Like, there's little coin games and stuff, but it requires the wristwatch. The wristwatch is $60. Oof. Uh, Yeah, to buy one. And it's just one of those things where... You know, if I was going all the time or to do whatever, like, sure. I'm I'm like, dude, for like a one-time thing and like the coin games didn't look that crazy. And the lines were already out the ass for those two. And it's like, bro, I'm not standing in line for fucking 30 minutes to put a watch up against the wall and get pretend coins, do whatever. Like, I wasn't about that. Uh, So I, (laughs) I took my pictures and... Did what I wanted to do, and then we rode the Jurassic Park ride like three times in a row, got soaked, and then went over to Harry Potter land, fucked around for a bit, ate lunch, and then
0: went home. Cool. Well, I'm sorry it was disappointing. I mean, was it was it a pretty good part of the park? I mean, was it a pretty good size, or did it feel cramped? Did it feel small?
1: It felt really small, and I know um, the one in Japan is way bigger, like, it's bigger, and they have, like, the Yoshi ride, they have additional shit that this one doesn't have, because of, they just don't have the room, mm-hmm. um, and I almost feel like that is one of the bigger problems, just in the sense that, you know, Nintendo, like, the, the idea of Nintendo World, it's, like, so grand, and then it's, like, for what it was, like, what the little small pete it was almost like a fun, like, sample, like, a demo of, like, what they could do if they pushed it further, or, like, what's to come, so that's cool, and it's, like, I want them to expand on it, and I know in the one in Japan, you know, they have more rides, and they're adding Donkey Kong, they're adding more shit to the one in Japan, I feel like that's kind of what the California one needs to do eventually, where they need to buy more land to expand it, or do whatever, like, knock down fucking Simpson land, and just turn it all into fucking Nintendo land, but, I kind of feel like that's the way it needs to go. I feel like they need more, a couple more rides and some more activities. Like, if there was some, like, cooler shit that, like, used the wristband stuff, I probably would have spent the $60 on the wristband, too, if I felt like there it was worth it. But I just didn't feel like it was worth it.
0: So, like, if... Uh, um... If there was, like, a build-your-own Yoshi or a build-your-own, like, Toad, like, experience, like, you know how, like, Disneyland has, like, the build-your-own lightsaber and things like that, like, do you think that would be more of a draw, or are you, like, actually looking for more, like, Nintendo-immersive experiences?
1: Like, I know Build-A-Bear right now has, like, you can build a Yoshi and do whatever. If they had something like that, that also Mm -hmm. there, I honestly probably, like, if the price was right, I probably would have done that, too. Because that was one of the mm-hmm. other disappointing kind of things was, like, the merchandise, too. Um, like, I felt like could have been better or more or, like, better. Like, I got a, a little stuffed blooper from Mario. That mm-hmm. was really cool. And then I got a little blooper pin that has, like, the name in Japanese and stuff for my laptop bag. But, mm-hmm. like, shirt-wise and stuff, like, the, the coolest shirts that I thought were there were ones that I already had. Uh, in previous times like when we went before nintendo land was open the universal store whatever was already like selling the merchandise for it Mm -hmm. but some of the other ones it's like dude i just want like a cool like super nintendo world like shirt and most of the ones that were there were either like character ones and like and those were cool like they were big like on the shirt and stuff but it's like the colors like one was like like bowser jr one was one that i probably would have got but it was like a bright ass like orange creamsicle orange shirt Mm -hmm. and i was like dude i I don't wear orange like i'm like if it was purple (laughs) i'd have been in like blue like even yellow like i can rock a mean yellow but i was like dude orange i was like that's like the one color that was like bottom tier of my fucking list and i was just like man (laughs) dude um but i i do want them to do like more nintendo centric rides. It's like I kinda get why the Mario Kart one's kinda how it you know, it's for kids. I get it's for kids and it's like so it's really simple for kids. It's like no you're not getting hurt on it. It's not a liability having like bumper car crashing into each other, shit going on. I understand. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I would also like, you know, a couple more things. I think it'd be cool, you know, have your Zelda land and stuff where you could do like the Sword and the Stone thing at Disneyland, but it's the Hylian fucking master sword in the stone that you can pose with and do whatever, and you can milk a fucking cow (laughs) in La Ranch or something. Uh,
0: You can kill a chicken and have a whole bunch of chickens run after you. Yeah, like,
1: that'd be fucking (laughs) funny. Uh, So, but I had a good time, though. I, I don't mean to talk down. I was very glad to. If you've never been to Super Nintendo World, if you're a huge Nintendo fan, I recommend going at least once, just to at least check it out. Uh, Like for me, I personally probably wouldn't go again unless it was uh, either the one in Japan or unless they added more to what they currently have at the park.
0: Gotcha. So overall, I would think you would say you had a better experience at Disneyland than you did at Universal Studios?
1: Yeah, it's just that's the other thing, though, too. It's like Universal, a lot of the rides there and stuff are... Like the AR or like video, it's like where it's not like a real coaster or real whatever. It's you sitting in a thing with like the screens and like the effects or whatever. Like I did the Harry Potter one, which was one that we didn't get to do before, where you're like strapped in and you're kind of like moving. It's kind of like soaring over California a little bit, is kind of like what it is. Mm-hmm. But you're actually moving and it was kind of cool. That one was kind of cool because it transitions between, oh, you're like facing the screen doing stuff and then like actual, you moving through actual set pieces like the whomping willow and stuff was real and like, was like kind of swinging around you and stuff and whatever. So that was neat. That made Megan violently ill though, because she gets very (laughs) motion sick. And as soon as it Uh went like, like the rise of the resistance uh, or smugglers run ride at Disneyland made her super ill last time we went. And I didn't know that this is how this ride was going to be. I thought it was more kind of like a coaster ish kind of experience. And when Mm -hmm. we went and we were facing a screen, I was like, oh shit, I hope this isn't the entire ride like this, because that's going to make Megan ill. And then we started moving, and I was like, okay, that was just like the intro, and now we're doing whatever. And then it was like, went back to screen again, and I was like, oh no. I'm like, dude, she's going to get like sick. And as soon as she got off the ride, she like immediately like booked it outside. So I was like, dude, I think I'm going to fucking hurl. Um, so I felt really bad for her. So we had to kind of like take it easy for a minute and stuff and let her get her bearings back after the ride.
0: Now, is there anything that she can take for that? I mean, like, can she, you know, take, like, a Dramamine or, like, something that will, like, ease the effects of of those rides?
1: Like, it probably would have helped. It's one of those where, though, you know, it takes, I don't know, like, 40 minutes or whatever for it to kick into your system. So, it's like, if you knew that that's how it was going to be and you took it ahead of time in advance, yeah, she probably would have been fine. I know most of the time she tries just to avoid it altogether, and that'll Mm -hmm. just fix the problem but gotcha uh, that's a bummer yeah but i still had fun it still was a fun time i ate a lot of food at disneyland a lot of good food which is why i had to have a chicken salad for dinner tonight because (laughs) i i ate absolute dog shit at
0: disneyland i loved it so what was the uh what was the best thing you ate at disneyland Man, that's tough. Um, Did you go back for another Dole Whip?
1: um, I didn't get... I did not get a Dole Whip, only because Mm -hmm. I ended up getting at this one station, they had a... It was called like a Poison Apple something or another, and it was basically an Icy, but it was an Apple-flavored Icy, and it had like red juice shit at the bottom, and it was it was so sweet but it was delicious and i loved it and that kind of <laughs> took the place of the dole whip like once i had that i did not want a dole whip anymore after that because i was like bro i'm already like on an 11 out of 10 in terms of sugar right now <laughs> uh that's rad um, so that was really good the best food i had was probably It was the same thing I had last time, but we ate at Jazz Kitchen for dinner the one night, and it was blackened chicken mac and cheese, and it has, like, gouda cheese on it and stuff, and oh my god, dude, it's so good. Like, it has (laughs) no right to be that good. Normally, I do not eat pasta. Like, I'm not a big pasta person, but that was primo pasta, so you know I fucking cleaned my plate.
0: Red, Good. Good. Well, I'm glad you had a good time. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad we get to record. Now, Justin, is there any news this week we want to talk about? You know, there's just
1: a couple things. The first one, I'm just going to briefly go over it just because it was more for Zach, and since Zach's not here, God rest his soul. Um, <laughs> you know, I just wanted to say, it turns out Pixel Opus is shutting down which was a PlayStation studio. They made Concrete Genie, which is a game that Zach played. I think it was on the PlayStation plus plus subscription or whatever that you could do that Mm -hmm. he really liked. And so it's a shame. I don't really know why they ended up shutting down. I don't know if it just had to do with like COVID shit or what, but um, they're closing their doors. Unfortunately, they posted on Twitter this week saying that their adventures have come to an end and they look forward to new futures. Uh, so I don't know if maybe their contract was just up with Sony and they didn't want to renew it or something like that. But hopefully they can recover from this and continue making games. You never like to see, you know, big AAA studios, up whatever, that's fine. But little indie studios, you know, you hate to see it.
0: Yeah, you know, it's kind of hard to repeat on success, uh, you know, and you don't really want to be too gimmicky. Right. So like, you know, in that quest for variety and and, uh, you know, keeping things fresh, I I think it's hard for these smaller studios. Right. I mean, like, you know, you, you don't have a lot of, you know, the talent that you have was based solely around the game that you put out. That was good. Right. So, you know, it's hard to kind of switch gears, come up with a new IP but at the same time still cater to the people who are loving the game that they're that you currently have out, right? That's a that's a tall order, you know, if especially for like shops that only have like five or ten people, you know, really kind of you know, putting together a game. Um, so, you know, I, I agree with you. I think it's a bummer and you know, I know Zach was upset about it, but um, you know, I hope they all land on their feet. That was you know, that's a good game to have kind of on your resume list, right? I mean most people are going to find jobs somewhere.
1: Yeah, at least, you know, they made something that they can be proud of. And I think that was generally well-received, which, you know, a lot of people can't say that. Because, you know, speaking of something that was not generally well-received, <laughs> <laughs> Phil Spencer came out this week saying that he was disappointed in the negative reaction to Redfall. Um, I... No, we talked a little bit before. Neither of us have played Redfall yet. I know it is on Game Pass, which from what I've heard, according to Twitter, is the perfect price for this game (laughs) because, yeah, when it came out, man, a lot of people said that there were big issues with it on PC, which I will say, I do find it funny that in the year 2023, that, you know, for the longest time, man, dude, like 2010, 2015, you know, you had the PC Master Race bros shitting on console gamers, saying, <laughs> why don't you just get a gaming PC? It's like the uh, my 4K, 8K, whatever fucking megaton server driver fucking thing runs all these games, and yet all these PC ports of games just are tanking ass right now. Like, I don't know what it is, Redfall it's a cyberpunk, like, man, like, the PC versions have just been rough, and I know a lot of people had issues, um, with that, and then even on some of, like, the console versions and stuff, and even running fine and stuff, you know, you had people bitching about the 30 frames per second, you know, a lot of people that came out before the game even came out, a lot of people were disappointed about that, but a lot of people just said that, Unless you're playing with a friend, like, playing solo sucks in the game. That it is not fun. And that you can find the fun in it playing with other people, but that it's just really repetitive. That for being a first-person shooter, like, there's other shooters that do what it's doing better. So it's just like, man, and then, like, the bosses are kind of shit. So it just kind of sounds like all around, it kind of just missed the mark. Like, I haven't really seen anything above like a five out of 10 in terms of reviews for the game which is kind of you know sad to see
0: yeah um I was I was really bummed because I was hoping that you know things were gonna turn around for this game when it came out that you know people the hype or like the you know the distress that people were showing around having a game that was only 30 frames per second uh with a 60 frame per second feature coming later um I, I was hoping the gameplay was gonna shut them up uh, and it's sad to hear that that's not the case um, because, you know, I, I really wanted, you know, Microsoft to have a win <laughs> this year um, to have, give them something to brag about. Right. Um, You know, I think I do want to give this game a try, but I'm older, man. It's hard to schedule in time to play with you and Zach, uh, you know, Zach, you know, thought he was going to have more free time with his daughter's softball season ending. And here we are, like, you know, he's still busy, (laughs) you know. Uh, So, you know, I'm just kind of thinking about it, though. Like, what games that are first-person shooters felt fresh, and what was it that kept it invigorating for you? Like, I mean, I could say Titanfall did it for me, but, I mean, Titanfall, I mean, had... Like the perfect balance of like, you know, that mech combat, beautiful design layout for levels and a great story. You know, Um, Borderlands is good, but I don't think it's so much so the story that keeps you playing Borderlands as much as it is just the gun barf that, you know, comes along with that game. Like just being able to murder things in different ways with better guns. Yeah, it's the guns um, and
1: the characters for Borderlands. I really like a lot of the characters in that game.
0: hmm But yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, it's kind of a bummer because it seemed like Redfall had that, had the possibility to get characters that you cared about or that you enjoyed playing with, like, a gun combat style that was a little different, that was more, like, in Borderlands vein, right? Yeah. So I'm kind of bummed that they, that didn't get to work out.
1: Yeah, and I know, so when Phil Spencer was talking about it, he also, he name-dropped, he said, we're gonna continue to work on the game, we've shown a commitment to games like Sea of Thieves and Grounded to continue to go and build games, and I will say, you know, those are... uh, two games that when they initially launched, I know, at least, Grounded was kind of just like, oh, it's a cool proof of concept. And then when I know 1.0 came out, Zach was really impressed by everything they had changed. And Sea of Thieves, I remember when that came out, everyone's like, dude, there's nothing to fucking do. (laughs) Like, in this (laughs) game. And they've slowly built it out and actually ended up getting a community and lots of DLC and whatever. So, you know, if they are going to put that level of commitment into it, like, maybe sometime next year it will be a cool game but we've also seen them completely drop halo so my faith in that (laughs) they're going to actually continue to update this and have any sort of fucking roadmap in place to make this a better experience and not just call it what it is and move on to the next thing
0: Yeah, but do you seriously think people's attention spans are going to last that long to where, like, in a year when this game is finally ready for people to enjoy, that they're going to be like, oh, yeah, that's a game I want to (laughs) try. It's going to be buried so far under Microsoft's Games with Gold, like, list?
1: Well, no, like, what they'll end up having to do is they'll have to take the No Man's Sky approach where it released, it got shit on, and then they just went underground (laughs) for years and then came out and was like, oh, remember all those false promises we made you? What if I told you they're real now? And then just did a complete soft relaunch of the game and everybody fucking loved it.
0: But I mean, that's the thing. But what needs to be done to this game? I mean, it's a total revamp, right? You need to make characters that people like. You need to get 60 frames per second because apparently that's a thing. And you need to brush up the gun combat and the enemies and the AI? I will say, if I had in one
1: hand Redfall and I had in the other hand, Suicide Squad kills the Justice League. And you told me, <laughs> who do you think could remake the game to be an actual good game? I would probably go with Redfall <laughs> over Suicide Squad. So between the two choices, I think they have the better odds of, I don't know, doing something. I feel like even the 60 frame a second thing, like I know that's not easy, But I know it's doable, and I think Mm -hmm. that is, like, an update down the road that at least that'll take some of the heat off of them.
0: I mean, it's on the way, right? I mean, they said it's on the way. It's something that they're working on. It's something that's already in the works. So I think if you're going to make people happy, that's the first thing you got to get out the door, and you got to get it out fast. Yeah. Because the tens of people playing this game need that 60 frames per second.
1: Dude, I don't know. I'm thinking, you know, you me and Zach on a, a Friday night, we could uh, get down with some Redfall.
0: Sure, let's put that on the books for like a year from now. <laughs> yeah. Booked. Shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh Justin, this week, do you want to stop by the trailer?
1: You know, I'm down to go by the trailer. Why don't you why don't you swing us on through the old park?
0: Yeah, I got nothing this week. Whoa, <laughs> nothing? Jeez, man. Let me, let me, wait, hold on a hold on. Hold we on, fell on. off. Dude. Bro, it's been a week <laughs> and a half. Hmm. <clears throat> hold
1: on. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, guys. Why don't you step
0: by Dusty's smelly bullshit <laughs> in the corner? Because I think we got some trailers this week. I don't know. They might be good. That might be bad. But it's in the trailer park, and it might be trash. <laughs> Thank you,
1: Dusty. You know, for taking us <laughs> taking us through.
0: For trying. For he, he was trying. You know, he's he's not used to it. You know, he's 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 kind of in the back all the time. So Good let onion. me ask you, Shannon. Have you seen Dune, the first Dune? So Dune, the original Dune, could not have come out at a better time because of COVID, and uh, I had nothing better to do. So I was like, "Fuck it, let's watch this movie and see what happens." I hated that movie. <laughs> <laughs> so you're telling me you're not excited yeah. for Dune Part Two? Uh, I mean, okay. I don't, I, was, I don't know if I should say I hated it, right? But it just didn't it just didn't strike a chord didn't with you. Anything. Yeah. Like it felt slow. Um, like, I don't know why these people were killing these people. You know, the, I was expecting there to be a bigger cliffhanger at the end of the first movie. Cause I know like, you know, I knew there was going to be a second movie, right. I knew they were going to try to stretch this out and turn this into kind of like one of those sagas and stuff like that. But there wasn't a lot of, there wasn't enough action for me in the movie. Um, so yeah, it just kind of felt slow. Um, so I'm not really excited for the second one. How about you? So I've actually never seen the
1: first one. Uh, mm. So I didn't even cool. watch the trailer. Yeah, I didn't even watch the trailer for the second one since it means... I saw bits and pieces, but it, you know, none of it means anything to me since I haven't seen part one. So I don't know who any of these characters are. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. All I know is you know everyone's walking around with the little oxygen nose plugs and... Mm-hmm. They do drugs in the desert.
0: Yeah, and there's big worms, big worms, big worm. Uh, yeah, it's just whatever, bro. I'm over it.
1: Now, something that surprised me, that actually mm-hmm. looks pretty good, is a uh, Gran Turismo.
0: I know, right?
1: Like they're going like full on gamer with it, where it's like a game, but it's real life. And they're driving, and, like, the cast actually looks, like, pretty legit. It's got the dude from Stranger Things in it. Mm -hmm. It, um... Dude, I'm terrible with actors' names and stuff. But there's, like, a few people that I recognize them from. I've seen them in stuff as of late. So, the actually, it's not, like, some direct-to-DVD or straight-to-Paramount Plus-looking movie. Like, it actually looks pretty dope and i've never really given a shit about the gran turismo games but i know you have so how pumped Mm -hmm. are you for it
0: so when i when i see something that says based on a true story (laughs) that threw me for
1: a loop when i
0: watched it (laughs) I'm like, okay, how much of this is based on a true story? Because, like, that Sifu movie supposed to be based on a true story, too. And it's, like, you know, loosely based. There's, like, you know... Or, no, the te- it was a Tetris movie, not Sifu. The Tetris movie was supposed to be based on a true story. And that was, like, 40% factual, 60% fiction. So, like, I'm kind of wondering how much they're embellishing on this one. But, you know, it makes sense, Uh, you know, like in some weird kind of way that like you know if somebody's gonna put in like thousands of hours in a simulator that like if you can give them a car with the same kind of aerodynamic function as that you know as what they have their pre-loaded setting set up for that car that they might do pretty good on a real track maybe you know with some practice um but yeah um i don't know it's gotta be better than that need for speed movie right
1: <laughs> it has to i don't see how it could be worse uh oh they just like rip out the steering wheel and like hook up a dual shock 4 <laughs> into the car it's
0: Like now you're playing with power yes dude that's so funny i mean like i think i think what was it like the stranger guy like you know the stranger things guy he's just like yeah he's like this is fucking crazy and you're fucking stupid these kids are not gonna fucking make it you know he's he plays that guy that's like i'm just gonna break you guys and like all of you are gonna go home and then there's that one you know guy who's gonna stick it out and like prove everybody wrong but you know it like it would be cool if like the way that it ended is yeah this kid like did an actual race did he win no but he didn't crash (laughs) you know i I would take that as a win right (laughs) the kid totals his
1: car and it rolls like 15 times and then his hands get crushed and he's never able
0: to play Gran turismo again and then he turns into dr strange (laughs) yeah he he's mr glass yeah uh i don't know it looks good uh you know it's like i said like both of us said i mean there's enough big name actors in there like you you hope that they make smart decisions with their career (laughs) so you hope that it's pretty good um but you know that being said i mean like it has it looks it looks decent it's a racing car movie i mean you don't really need a lot of uh you know plot right just you know dude's good at racing dude gets drafted dude trains dude races Dude, and you know, video game movies are hot right now.
1: Mario did a billion at the box office, so you gotta you gotta strike while the iron's hot, I guess, with yeah. the video game you movies.
0: Know, you know why it did a billion? Because it's a game. It's a movie you can market to like six year olds. You know who wants to get out of the house with their six year old? This guy. Uh, you know the Gran Turismo crowd is like. I mean, that's going to be like a PG thirteen movie, right? At least PG thirteen. So it's like I can't take my kid to go see that movie because like they're gonna, you know, there's gonna be like one or two swearing things in there. There's gonna be some references to drugs and alcohol. Like it's a lot of explaining for me to do to a six-year-old kid. Like it's not gonna happen. Um, so I don't think it's gonna do as well just for that main reason, right? But I think it'll. I mean, it'll do good in in certain areas. Well, yeah, you're gonna pull up in your little Ferrari jacket. You're like
1: one ticket for Gran Turismo.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna pull up in my Gran Turismo uh, windbreaker that I got when I bought Gran Turismo Two, and uh, I'm going to uh, show show up in like a tuned Honda Civic uh, Si that with like a camber and uh, spoiler and some uh, re- like uh, what was it, um, like re- Recaro like racing seats or some shit like that. <laughs> Committed, oh, man. Yeah. Like you got to you got to you got to have the fit on point going to see that movie. Fit check. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. Good well, times.
1: Well, Shanna, are you ready to talk about what we've been playing this week? Hell yeah, cuz I've been playing a lot of stuff. I'm excited to hear. You know, why don't you tell me tell me a little bit about what you've been playing this week?
0: Okay. So, I'm going to tell you right now. I was really pissed off at the end of uh Crisis Core. Just gonna say it right now that last <laughs> boss battle sucks all the dicks and i hated it every day um every dick uh so screw that game like i've never been so frustrated with a game uh before but i'm glad it's over now uh i wanted something that was going to be a good palate cleanser something that was going to be a little bit more fun to play um so i started with a kart racer uh i talked about this i think last week uh but i downloaded disney's uh speedsters or you know speedrunner whatever whatever their game is um let me tell you it's 30 dollars to get in on this game right mm-hmm. i'm like you know what for a kart racer 30 dollars. that's an unknown property but it's disney i'm in on it right you, you get you buy the game you get in there there's <sighs> at least four different currencies right off the bat (laughs) you get you get you get you get three characters that you get to unlock uh, that you get when you buy the game and then you have to unlock the rest like so you don't even get the entire roster jesus and then and then to do the races um so basically it starts you out in like this kind of like practice mode to do races And what it's doing is it's learning your skill level while you're doing the races, right? So it doesn't give you this chance to choose like a difficulty. You basically race, and then it gives you a difficulty based on how you race. Not knowing these cars, not knowing the controls, not knowing like anything about this game or how how these cards handle. Like you're immediately just kind of thrown into these races to gauge how well you are. Right? If you've played Mario Kart or any of those other games, it's going to probably put you in a harder bracket right off the gate right so that's fine the the game is challenging um if you set it up to be that way um the all of the other ai generated characters know all of the shortcuts on the map already and they use them and they use them well (laughs) so it's like right off the gate like you're on this track for like the first time you're like okay i'm gonna race you're getting your teeth like kicked in like the first time because like your, your difficulty is already cranked up pretty high and like these guys are using shortcuts and they're just like blowing you out of the water. You don't know what these power ups are doing. Um you get them but you don't like you don't know like what their benefits are until you actually start using them and utilizing them. Like you got this like cloak thing that makes you invisible that like you know makes sure that like uh offensive attacks like don't really hit you unless you run into them. Um and then you got like boosters and you got like a grenade and um you know i don't know there's some other crap in there too but like it's kind of frustrating because like you don't get the characters that you want um there's not a lot of disney characters i think there's you know there's donald goofy mickey so like you know jordan's gonna be happy because he gets to play his favorite character donald duck um (laughs) But you got to unlock them, right? And then you get like uh, from Monsters, Inc. You get Mike and Sully, and I think there's one other guy. I think the the bad guy from there. I think you get to be him. Um, then there's um, Belle and the Beast, and there's uh, Mulan and the dude from Mulan, and then there's um, uh, Bella or what was uh, what was it uh, Captain Jack Sparrow and uh, the the girl uh, Swan Elizabeth um and then i think that's pretty much it on the roster right now i think there's like some other like tertiary like like lower level like uh disney characters that you can unlock as well but you have to unlock them and you have to race and you have to win to get the to get the shards to like power them up so it's kind of a bummer to play that game because, like, you know, you have all these currencies and you don't know what they're doing, and then as you're, like, finishing circuits, they're asking you to do, like, multiplayer, and they're asking you to join the season pass, which is an additional $19 a month. Um, and, you know, there's loot boxes, random loot boxes, like, everything you hate about games is in this game, and you have to pay for it to get in there. Like, I was so mad. Um... Did you get so, that on Steam? I did, so I, I returned it. So Good. I told Steam, I was like, this is garbage, I'm out.
1: You're like, I don't um, want this anymore, thank you.
0: Yeah. So um, so yeah, that was a disaster, right? So I'm like, okay, now I'm going to go the other way. Like, Justin, you told me about a game called Little Gator Game. Yeah. You're like playing it, it's super chill. And so I started that, and uh, you're right, it is. It's super chill. It's super fun. It's like a great exploration game. You know, you get your, like, fantasy swords and shields and you can slide down hills and you're taking out cardboard things and you're gliding. Um, you know, you're basically just trying to get your um, older sister to, you know, play a game with you. Um, we've all been there. You know, we've all grown up. We've all tried to get people to play games with us and, you know, followed the conditions that they gave us to try to get them to, to play with us a little bit more. Um, so it was it was good. It's just... It didn't hit, didn't scratch that itch. I needed something, right? Mm-hmm. So it's still there. I'm having fun with it. Uh, it's just not my go to game um, at night. Um, what actually ended up happening is I got my Steam Deck and um, I wanted to play like a shooter, like a good shooter. So I opened up uh, my desktop mode on my on my on my Steam Deck and I was like. I'm gonna go try to get the Epic Game Store on my on my Steam Deck. Uh, so, after some you know fighting and some navigating, like the desktop mode without an external keyboard or mouse for the Steam Deck sucks. Oof, just sucks. Um, so after getting like a a Bluetooth keyboard from like my one of my old computers, uh, I was able to log into my Epic account get it set up on the steam deck, get the games sent over to my steam library so that I could play them without having to jump back and forth between the desktop mode and the regular mode. So I was able to get Fortnite um, set up. So I played a couple little bit of that, which I was having fun with. Uh, and then I got dead Island 2. And that game is rad and it's gory as hell. Um, it's just like Dead Island, the original one. It takes place in LA. Um, it's pretty linear as far as like you know story goes. It's basically you're just trying to get out of uh, trying to get out of LA because that's where the zombie infection is now spread to. Um, but the weapons are cool. You get like Wolverine claws and like you can rip people's faces off. Um, you get a golf club. I get like this really long gear wrench right now that like you, dude, you just you put a a weight on the end of it and you just swing it and you smash people's faces in like you you hit somebody in the face their flesh is gonna tear off and then like if they get too close to you and like you have to go into that that quick time event where like you got to press like the X button real quick to like push them off of you like that is intense because like it is their graphics are really good on their gore like I mean they went they went the extra mile to make it look bloody and messy and wet and gory
1: yeah, I heard the uh, the gore engine or whatever that they used. I watched a video where they were showing kind of like how a body gets dismembered and stuff in the game, and it was pretty crazy how in depth, you know, it actually
0: goes. Mm-hmm. Now I will tell you, um, it does play on the Steam Deck. It does not play well on the Steam Deck. <laughs> I mean, it uh, it it. It does, it does well as far as, like, graphically. It holds up with everything. There is a little bit of jank. Um, you know, there is uh, a little bit of... Um, you know, the hair is not as good. Um, it always wants to update the shaders uh, when every time you turn it on. There's, like, a 50-50 chance whether the game actually loads on the Steam Deck <laughs> through the Epic Game Store. Um, and then I've noticed that if I you know, put the game in, like, sleep mode while it's still in the game, and then I come back to turn on the, the Steam Deck, that, like, uh, if you need, if you check in with somebody, and it's one of those things that progresses the story, that sometimes it, like, freezes you in the room, like, you can't open the door, or you can't talk to the person you need to talk to. Um, So, you know, probably not the best experience to play it on a Steam Deck. You could play it there in a pinch, but, you know, I played it I'd play it on the computer. That's probably the way I play or on, or on the console. I hear it. It does great things on the console. Um, but yeah, I think that's where I'm going to stick for a minute. I think I'm going to stand with, uh, with dead Island too. And, uh, just clonk people in the head with golf clubs and, and heavy gear wrenches.
1: Nice. Well, I'm glad How about you, I'm glad you're having fun with it, Shannon.
0: Oh yeah. I'm like, seriously, like it is, it's, it's good that I have the Steam Deck, because that's where I want to play it, because that game is way too violent for my son to be walking in and seeing a zombie just get obliterated or have its skin burned off.
1: Um, Before I go into what I've been playing, I also heard that Arena is actually coming to Steam. Ooh, And I want to say it's like the end of May, something like that. I think it's coming. So, uh, yeah. I know... You know, for you, and especially Zach, I know, you know, that might be a fun little thing to uh, put on the old Steam Deck, you know? You can play handheld, laying down in bed.
0: Mm-hmm. That would be a very calming game to play right before bedtime. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would like that. I mean, not rage-inducing. I mean, I'm still playing my Marvel Snap. Um, I pretty much play that when, like, the batteries are, you know, charging on my Steam Deck. And dude, I don't know. I don't know how some of my friends get that high up. They must be playing forever, or I must just suck at card games. But I mean, our new—the new season just started for uh, Marvel Snap, and it's the Guardians of the Galaxy, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you know, when you start the new season, you drop three levels, right? So if like you were gold or silver, um, I mean, you're not gonna lose much. But like if you were up at like diamond or, or like you know infinite, like you're you're gonna drop three levels and then you're gonna have to climb your way back up but like you know zach zach starts at like pretty much uh i think he started at like platinum or gold and i was like damn i was like if you went down three levels you were up at like diamond or vibranium i was like jesus christ like i am i think the the highest i've ever got is gold but you know i mean like that's that's just me um you know but I'm having a good time. I'm having a good time with that, and it'll be nice to kind of switch it up and get into, you know, something that's, you know, a little that's card game adjacent. Right.
1: Uh, so this week I played more Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. Um,
0: Objection.
1: Boom. Um, <laughs> uh. I'm. I think I'm like right at the end of the first game, so. That should be good. I should uh, hopefully be able to finish it before Zelda comes out. Um, but I I also checked out a new game this week. Uh-huh. Uh, it's called Ravenlock.
0: Ooh, okay. Uh,
1: it is on Game Pass. It is kind of like Alice in Wonderland-ish. Like, you're this girl, and your family moves into this house, and um, you go into the barn, and there's this mirror, and then you kind of go through it, and you wake up in kind of this Alice in Wonderland world where there's this evil queen and all these, like, kind of rabbit people, and you are basically the, like, fabled hero who's going to, like free these people from the tyranny of the queen and you get a sword and a shield and you have to go collect the three little heart crests in these three areas to unlock the queen's castle to go in and you know it was pretty fun it's it's very short um i beat it in about i want to say like four hours something like that four hours. Mm -hmm. um So, it's not super long. Uh, I think Game Pass is like perfect, you know, kind of place for it. It was a good little palate cleanser. It's not hard at all. Like, I kind of went in, like, looking at the pictures and stuff of it. I was expecting kind of, you know, like, Souls-like, but not like super, super hard, but kind of more Souls-like. But it's not very challenging at all. Like, when you swing your sword and dash and stuff, it does not use stamina at all. Like, the only thing that uses stamina is your shield, which, outside of the tutorial, I never used a shield. I did not <laughs> need the shield, because yeah. uh, enemies aren't, like, incredibly smart. Like, if you bum-rush an enemy, like, if you're 1v1, and you're just slashing away, like, boop, 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 they will not touch you. They cannot touch you. You just beat them to fucking oblivion, uh... Where fighting gets challenging is when you're fighting like seven or eight at the same time, and even then you can like hit multiple at the same time. But that like one that's not being engaged, you can like attack you from behind or whatever. But honestly, I feel like a kid could play this, or you know, like Jordan, who's not good at Souls games, would have an easy (laughs) time with this. Uh, It's not very punishing. Like you get a shit ton of money, and the only shit that money is actually used for is health potions and, like, bombs and stuff, which I had a bunch of bombs. I never used them, like, ever. Aside from, like, the couple times where you had to use them to, like, solve a puzzle or whatever in combat, I never used them. I just used my sword, and then there's, like, some kind of weapon art kind of techniques that you get after you beat some of the bosses and stuff. Uh, But it was a fun time. You know, like, graphically... So weird, cause it like it looks normal-ish, but then when you're in the other world, everything's kind of almost like voxel, like pixel art looking, like 3D, but it's pixel, like 3D dot here, like something like that, but like higher resolution. And I kind of that was kind of jarring at first, but then I got used to it. But. Mm-hmm. It was it was a fun little game. Like I had fun. It was just a good little you know four hours and it's done. And it didn't overstay its welcome. Uh, I died once the entire time I played it, and it was just because I got greedy during a boss fight. I should have healed, and I was like, I have exactly ten health potions. I don't want to have nine, and so I was like, <laughs> I'll just I'll just bulldoze my way through it. And I got hit by some rogue attack, and it killed me. I was like, well, fuck, uh,
0: but. Now, is it forgiving when you die? Like, do you have to start over? Or, like, um, you know, is, are there adequate safe spots?
1: Yeah, like, it's very forgiving. Like, you don't lose anything. Like, you don't have to go pick up your money or do any of that. Leveling up is also incredibly, like, when you beat bosses or enemies or whatever, you get feather, like, these, like, little feather things. And that's, like, your souls or whatever that you use to upgrade. And there's this dude that you visit who levels you up. And it's just straight up, like, you give him this much and you become level 2, and then all your stats increase. Like, there's no you having to select shit or do whatever, you just hold down the button, it just keeps going until it can't go anymore, and then you're leveled up. The max level, I think, is 20, and I think I got to, I want to say, I think, I, I don't remember if I was level 20 or if I was, like, level 18 or 19 or something, like, I was pretty close. And there's like a little pickups and stuff in the game. These little dolls that you give them to this dude and he'll give you bombs or something like that. And there's like 18 of those to collect, which is kind of annoying. Like it's kind of cute and kind of annoying at the same time. So in order to get the dolls, I came across them multiple times and I had no way of knowing what to do or how to engage with them. And then when you talk to the dude, he's like, yeah, you dance in front of them by pushing the Y button. And so you have to hold down the Y button when you're near them. And you, like, kind of sit there and dance for a few seconds, and then you collect them. And I'm like, why can't I just pick it up? Like, I have to (laughs) sit here and hold Y for, like, five fucking seconds and dance in front of it to get it. And I'm like, dude, this is so annoying. But the fact that there's only 18 of them, it's like, okay, it's not like I'm repeatedly doing this a million times. Like, I'm literally only going to have to do this 18 times. And it's, like, an optional thing. So it's like, I don't have to do it at all if I don't want to. So it's like okay like i can forgive that
0: but yeah if you had to do that in like zelda where you like you had to do that with the seeds like hundred yeah times, yeah or, like, dude that if that you had like, to do one. that
1: like 50 times no I- i'd be done like that'd be fucking annoying uh <laughs> but there's also just like it was cute but there was also some kind of shortcomings with it like at the beginning of the game very overwhelming with the quests like you get fucking, like, ten different quests, like, at the beginning, like, right at the beginning. Every person you talk to gives you a fucking quest. Like, I'm like, <laughs> hi, my name's so-and-so, and they're like, here's some quest, And I'm like, dude, okay, I already have, like, three of these. And you can't have multiple quests on the screen at the same time. It only shows you um, one at a time. So I mm-hmm. had to constantly pause and, like, switch to whatever, because it's like, dude, I'm like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing right now? Because I have all this <laughs> shit going on. I can only see one at a time. And... Uh, There was certain parts where, like, there was this one part where there was these, like, deer people or whatever, and I helped them with their problems, but they they all look the same. There's, like, four or five of these guys, and this dude's like, oh, kill ten of this enemy for me, and the other one's like, kill ten of this enemy for me. And so I'm like, okay. And I did it, and then it's like, okay, well, you have to go talk to them again once you do it. And Mm -hmm. normally, in a normal game, which this was solved 20 years ago, after I do it, there would be, like, oh a little exclamation point or something above their head telling me, hey, this is the guy whose quest you fucking did. It doesn't have anything (laughs) like that. So I had to run. There was multiple times where I'm like, oh, I think it's this dude. I had to run up and talk to him. And he's like, you still have to kill three of these. And it's like, dude, okay, this isn't the one. So I had to run (laughs) up to each of them before I found the one. It's like, it may be nice if the guy had just a little thing or he was glowing or something to let me know that this is the guy Whose fucking quest I beat, so I didn't have to sit there and talk to every single one of them every time to figure out whose quest it is I actually completed. Now, is there any voice acting in the game, or is it all just uh, text based? Yeah, there is no voice acting. It's just like, it's not even Animal Crossing. Like, uh, it's just the <laughs> silence, um, which is fine. I mean, it's just a little indie game or whatever, so. Uh, I don't. I wasn't like expecting anything too crazy.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But, okay. um, so, besides that, there's there is one last game that I played this week. and uh, So, a little game called The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom got leaked online earlier this week. Nintendo was not happy about it. Reggie got on Twitter and bullied 16-year-olds uh, for <laughs> downloading it. But, um you know your boy got his hands on a little bit of tears of the kingdom so i got to check it out you know even though it literally comes out thursday at like 9 p.m or 10 p.m whatever florida time is uh you know i wanted i've been frothing at the mouth waiting for tears of the kingdom so i got to check it out and it's pretty fucking great, dude. I I am not gonna get super spoilery about it. I don't want to ruin anything for anyone, so I'm not really gonna say anything. Just the the opening to the game is fantastic. I love it. The I got to play with the you get the uh, fusing mechanic. That's like the first thing you get, like fairly early on. At like the first shrine you do is you get that, and that is fucking amazing like i love sticking shit together and futzing with stuff it's incredibly fun and i can't wait to i haven't done it with weapons yet or anything um but just doing it even with like the shrine shit and in the overworld just like sticking a bunch of shit together to build like makeshift bridges or whatever it's like super fun
0: um, nice how do the enemies like how does the enemies the combat does any of that feel improved from the previous iteration
1: um it feels about the same um i had to get used to like the controls again going from like me thinking like dark souls ish to being like oh like this is jump and this is whatever so i'm kind of glad that i am playing it now so that when it actually does come out uh i'll be a little more prepared and that's kind of like why I can like run around and just fuck shit up and waste all my materials like I don't care experimenting with shit since uh on my actual save file then I won't have to risk anything but uh combat's pretty much the same like there's this only like one enemy that I've come across so far and it's like a little um almost like the there's little eye fucking things that shoot the lasers at you in the first one. It's like this little dude, but he has like a fucking stick and he'll see you and come and he swings at you and does whatever. I've fought a couple of those and he's been fun. Like, I just, you know, lure him in, make him swing and then jump away and then run in and just start beating him to death with whatever fucking stick I have. Uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) there was, (laughs) so... There was one part when I was playing, though, where I was fighting that dude, Mm -hmm. and I was near the side of a cliff, and when your weapon, which I don't remember if this is a thing in the first one or not, but when your weapon breaks, it does, like, like, critical damage to your opponent, like, it does, like, whatever, like, more damage than it normally would to an enemy or something when it shatters, Mm. Uh, and I was fighting one of those dudes near the side of a cliff and my fucking stick broke. But I ended up like uppercutting him off the fucking side of the cliff and he was just gone. <laughs> like, and I didn't mean to. And I was so mad because he was the first one that I fought and I wanted the materials and it, it sat there and I didn't realize what happened. And I realized my stick broke and I was like, God damn it because I like launched them and he had a big stick, a bigger stick than I had. I was like, Oh dude, I want the big stick to fight. And I just launched him like he did like triple somersault in the air and just flew like 500 feet to his death. I was like, God
0: damn it! And I lost him. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's rad. But um, it's so. It was the full
1: game that leaked. Yes, it is the full game, beginning to end. Uh, but I've only gotten through the first shrine, uh, but. And it's very similar, the opening is very similar to Breath of the Wild, where you have your three, like, starter shrines or whatever that you have to do uh, mm-hmm. to kind of, like, before you can kind of like, go out and, like, really explore whatever they want you to do, The whatever to get your, like, basic abilities and stuff. So I'm, like, currently working my way to the second shrine. You kind of have, like, a new upgraded the whatever Shakira, the Shakira slate (laughs) whatever thing, you have like a new version of that that you use and it's all very similar to uh, the first one like you can like go into like telescope mode and put pins and things which I love I love pinning everything to like Mm -hmm. mark shrines and do whatever so all
0: that's super cool Is there a reason for like so? Does Link keep his powers from the first game, or does he lose them in some bullshit, like storytelling way? Yeah, that smile—you don't need to say anymore. This is, <laughs> I, know this a, I know this is an audio podcast, but like you know, the smile was uh, was enough. I don't want to—I don't want to ruin it for anybody else who wants to. Yes, but
1: it, in typical Mario or Metroid or whatever fashion, it, it's par for the course. But it does pick up. Where Breath of the Wild kind of left off in a way, mm-hmm. so. Uh, but yes, I I'm having fun with it. I don't know. I probably won't play like too too much more because it's like I'm going to just have to end up redoing everything again once the mm-hmm. actual game comes out. But I've just been super excited to play it so I wanted to uh get a little little head start you know since it's out there floating around I don't want people on twitter posting about spoiling shit for me
0: so Mm -hmm. smart now did you get that on this like did you use the emulator on the switch or did you do that like an emulator on your pc um
1: it's on the pc there's a version of it for steam deck too, shannon um so I don't know if I know, like, for the Dolphin emulator, which is the GameCube and Wii One or whatever, I know that is legitimately coming to Steam at some point here soon. But um, I know Yuzu, which is the Switch emulator, is... I know it's on PC, and I know I've seen pictures of uh, people playing Tears of the Kingdom on their Steam deck and stuff. So I know there is a way to run Yuzu
0: through that. Nice. I mean, I think I'd much rather just play Dead Island. So, I mean, I'm already playing a game where your weapons break on you and you have to repair them and, like, you know, you have to climb. I mean, and there's stamina. So, you know, I'm basically just playing, like, a gorier version of Breath of the Wild. or Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> we have Breath of the Wild <laughs> at home. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So is there anything else that you've been playing? Anything at all? I mean, it's pretty rad that you got early access to a, a game that you've been jonesing to play for a minute yeah so nope that's all
1: i've been playing but uh do, huh, do you do you hear some sirens shannon
0: yeah they sound like they sound like sirens in outer space hey <gasps> sirens
1: that's right we're in the spoiler zone and i'm not gonna get too small spo- i know you haven't seen it and I'm sure Zach hasn't seen it, and maybe a lot of other people haven't seen it, but I went and saw Guardians uh, mm-hmm. this week, and it was great. I just mm-hmm. want to say, it was great. Guardians, uh, three for three, perfect Marvel trilogy. I don't think you can say that about anything else. That's that's a hot take, I think.
0: A lot of people have beef with the second one.
1: Um, I know a lot of people have beef with the second one, but it's, like... I think the second one's good. Like, I... Like, I know when we, like, rank stuff, like, the second one's usually fairly high on people's lists and stuff, especially with, like, what Marvel's been putting out lately and stuff. I think it is by far... It's the best movie we've definitely gotten for Phase 5 or whatever, and I think it's definitely... Like even one of the better movies that is out of Phase Four and stuff. It is, it's incredibly sad, but it is also incredibly funny, and charming, and the soundtrack's great. Uh, there's two post-credit scenes, so make sure you you stay for those.
0: Um, now, now when you have these movies that are like you know people people going into it know that it's going to be an emotional roller coaster of a ride. Does it wrap everything up in a way that kind of gives people like a bittersweet feeling or is it like more of like a, okay. I mean, like, I'm trying to think if it, is it more like a, like an end game or is it more like a, uh, you know, uh, what was the one, uh, after that, the, the, um, what was it? I, I, I'm blanking Infinity on the Infinity
1: War and end game. Is that like... yeah
0: like is it more Infinity War is it more like Endgame like you know is it so you do get there is
1: closure like at the, it's not like some cliffhanger ending whatever you know this is for the I'd say for the sake of whatever this is the last Guardians movie that we're getting because you know James Gunn he works for DC now he basically came mm-hmm. out and said he's not after this he is not doing Guardians anymore like it is done mm-hmm. uh, whether or not you know people from Guardians show up in other movies or whatever that's yet to be determined but this is the last Guardians of the Galaxy movie that we are getting so so they they you know end everyone's character arcs get an ending for the movie so or at least they don't leave you on some like well like is this going to have, like, whatever? It's, like, they have, like, definitive, they're going to go do this.
0: Okay. Now, uh, it's, a, it's a long movie. Does it feel long? Does it feel like you're like, oh, my God, I've been in this movie for, like, two and a half hours? I don't think so.
1: I know it's, like, a... It is a two and a half hour movie, but, you know, it... It starts out maybe, like, a little slow but you know it picks up it's because it does like a lot of kind of like back and forth between like exposition and action and you know stuff but it's really good and like the 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 story beats are really good and i really like um like adam warlock the gold guys of he's great in the movie i almost wish we got to see more of him i'm sure there's like a cut uh it's just like you know every fucking movie that's come out lately with like the villain or whatever like in it like you know you just want more you want more gore the god butcher you want more kang you want more um whatever you know and that's Mm -hmm. just the feeling i get with like both uh like adam morlock and then the uh the other dude the i forget what he's called the the black guy who is the other villain person in the movie but they're both very good and like he he plays crazy really good i still think kang is scarier like at least i think kang's scarier and like better overall but i think he had a way better third act Kang had a very shit third act where I think he has like a very good, like, end of the movie, like, presence and scene that Kang did not get, unfortunately, in Ant Man.
0: I <laughs> think you say that, but I think that third act was good in Ant Man. It was all right. I mean,. I mean, he still had some great lines. He delivered them well. I mean, there was a powerful performance in there. I mean, no, Grant, no, no. Like guy, performance,
1: yeah. no, Performance-wise, yeah. But I mean, like just Kang, fist to fist, beating the shit out of Ant Man for like when he's like a fucking god basically, and he's just played mm. down. He melting hundreds of people with his beam, yet he couldn't beat Ant Man, and he lost. Like Kang should have won. <laughs> Kang should have. Hashtag Kang should have won. Like it made me mad that he he lost. Just like Namor, Namor shouldn't have lost. Like Namor should have kicked ass, which he did, but he shouldn't have lost
0: because he's fucking powerful. Well, you know, you get hit with a you get you get hit with thruster jets, or you're gonna dry out, bud. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Even even uh, even super smart people make dumb mistakes every once in a while.
1: You're right. I mean, I, I got nothing for that, but <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't want to get too spoil. I want you to enjoy the movie. But I thoroughly enjoyed Guardians. I would definitely, I definitely do want to watch it at least one more time. Um, but it was super good.
0: And... Yeah, the bummer the bummer is I don't get to watch that into I don't get to watch that movie for like two weeks, like I'm that's my next free sket free time. Yeah,
1: but also I'm excited like Groot Groot actually does stuff in the movie again, which is what right. I'm excited like Groot's finally old enough and has super good moments in the movie where he's actually helping the team and doing stuff and not just being a moody teenager or being the size of a fucking
0: Funko pop. Like he's actually <laughs> helping the team out, pulling his weight around. I do like how like when they were doing like, you know, on Facebook, you see all the posts about like the red carpet walks and like you see like all of the cast and then Vin Diesel's there like in his like Groot tucks. And I'm like, dude, get the hell out of there. Like you did one line or like, you know, we said one thing like a 100 times. Like you get the red walk, the red carpet. Get out of here. So what's funny is I had this huge conversation
1: with my friends about this and I didn't know this, that, uh, so for Rocket, um, like Bradley Cooper just does the voice, mm-hmm. but all the, like, I want to say Loc- like mocap, voc- but it's his brother. It's James Gunn's brother that hmm. does it. The dude who he's the Ravenger or whatever, uh, in the movie, Sean Gunn, or whatever mm-hmm. his name is. But he's, like, in a little green suit. And when they're actually filming, he's in a little green suit on set and stuff. And he's, like, filling, like, where Rocket would be or whatever in the scenes and stuff. And sometimes he's, like, crawling around on all fours and stuff. So they get, like, the height right and stuff mm-hmm. for him. And I didn't know that. And that was... I thought that was pretty funny. And I'm like, he basically is also rocket raccoon and then you know they just put the cg or whatever over where he would be so they have like a point of reference for where rocket is in every scene and then you know bradley cooper kind of goes in after and does all his lines and stuff for rocket
0: interesting so is that way, like in some of these shots, you don't see like Rocket and like the other dude <laughs> in the same shot
1: all the time, yeah. Uh, but also, like, I guess Bradley Cooper is. I don't know if he's I've heard he's kind of like a loner, I guess, because like when they were doing like interviews and red carpet, what he's never there, and mm-hmm. I don't know, and people are like, oh, he fucking hates being Rocket or something like that that that's why he's not there but I read that I don't know I guess he's just like a fucking loner and doesn't hang out with them which you know if all he's doing is the lines like he doesn't really know any he's not really there like Mm -hmm. filming with these people so he doesn't I feel like have oh man yeah it's been a wild ride these 10 years filming with it's like no dude he's at home in his fucking little Winnebago in his chair recording his lines and that's like all he has to do <laughs> well they also do i think facial mocap with him too with the little dots on his face i think he does do that as well but
0: mm. interesting but yeah i mean uh it's it's kind of cool funny that you know chris pratt was like yeah i just like backed up a trailer and stole like the whole guardians of the galaxy set and there was nobody who could do anything to stop me <laughs> and i was like damn like these people like I mean, that's kind of weird, you know. I mean, well, not weird, but, you know, it's kind of cool to see somebody identify with, you know, an experience like that, you know. It's kind of like senioritis. You're like, I want to I take my whole high school with me, like, to college. I miss it. I miss it so bad.
1: <laughs> right. And on Twitter, James Gunn did confirm. He went on and did a and a and he's like, ask me yes or no questions. And someone asked if uh, people from Guardians we're going to continue to be like in the DC universe and stuff now that he's over there. He said yes. So, in the DC universe, well, and a lot of them are uh, like the dude who played, um, god damn it. Oh, the- you're
0: just talking about the actors, you're not talking about like a crossover. Well, like, yeah, yeah, no, I mean the
1: actors because show- like cause- multiple of the actors have been in the DCU already, right, like in James Gunn's. Like, in Suicide Squad and in Peacemaker and stuff, they've been in it, so...
0: Hmm. Interesting. Well, that's cool. I mean, at least they're all on uh, good terms, so, you know. Yeah. Bravo, bravo. I'm glad you liked it. I do want to go see it. I can't wait. Did you uh, watch anything this week, Shannon? No, man. Uh, I watched the Warriors lose uh, on Saturday, and I cried. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Did you watch Demon yeah. Slayer? No, dude. I'm so, I'm like two weeks behind on that right now. Oh my God. I know. I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. No
1: anime you know, this week.
0: Mm-mm. No, no anime hour. I'm sorry. Oof. I didn't even get to watch Ted Lasso, bro. i like, I don't even know what I'm doing with my life. My man's hurting. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, all right. I guess it's time to land this plane, huh? Yeah,
1: dude. Get us the fuck out of here, Shannon. I'm I'm bummed out now.
0: You know what, guys. Thank you for listening to another episode of that Pixel Life. Um, you know, do us a favor. Wherever you download us, uh please uh leave a review, you know, preferably five stars. If not, you know, tell us what we can improve on. Um we're always here to try to make the show better. Um You can follow us on Facebook. I think that page is still up and running, maybe. Hasn't been touched in a while, probably. Um, Zach still mans our Twitter account. Um, You know, you can join the Discord. Tell us what your uh, superstitions are revolving around video games. That's probably going to be a pretty good topic. At least I hope it is. Um, but yeah, um, thank you for listening to another awesome episode. And, uh, Justin, if, uh, Zach was here, what do you think Zach would say? Zach would say,
1: Hey guys, go be great.
0: No, that's what Robbie would say. But it's what Zach would say if he was Robbie Shannon. But I'm asking you like what Zach would say, not imitating Robbie, not imitating Zach, not imitating Justin. All
1: right. All right. All right. sorry let me redo this again okay okay okay. Zach would say Jonathan how many fucking times have I told you sit at the table and eat your goddamn grilled cheese and then go brush your teeth and get ready for bed
0: please don't spin around in this chair right now and rip the headphone jack out of the computer please don't do that (laughs)